My name is Jimmy Kennedy, and today I will be having a podcast letting everyone know about wealth inequality in America. So to start off with wealth inequality, also known as the wealth gap, I'm going to go ahead and give you a definition of what wealth inequality is. So wealth inequality is the unequal distribution of assets among residents of the United States. Wealth includes the values of homes, automobiles, personal valuables, businesses, savings, and investments. Since we all now know what wealth inequality is, let me educate you on how wealth inequality works. So let me go ahead and start off with what does wealth inequality belong to? So wealth inequality belongs to an unfair categorization. And you have to think, is it fair that one person makes the salary of many? You could even compare this to CEOs or anyone in high-level positions that makes massive salaries that honestly don't even make sense. So maybe even hundreds or thousands of individuals, not just a few or 10 or 100. And the question is, does that individual's performance, is it up to par with their paycheck? Probably not, because hundreds of people are better than one individual, because one individual can only get so much work done. And at the end of the day, aren't they only still one human? And they have limitations just like everyone else, no matter how special they are. So what we can do to give you a better idea of wealth inequality is we can compare it to something else. Comparison is an easy way for us to learn what makes something similar to something else to wrap our mind around it. So wealth inequality is like being a king and everyone else as a serf. The king makes executive decisions and they get treated like a god, although they aren't any different than a regular person just with some authority and a crown bestowed upon their head, whether they deserve it or not. The top dog may work hard, but how much harder do they work? Why do some of the hardworking have no money, but barely working has made it? Doesn't make much sense. These comparisons show that not everyone has a fair chance at making the income of someone else because what they do is they find a way to keep themselves at the top and no one else gets a chance to share it because they have found ways to keep themselves more safe through unfair advantages in life with loopholes. So wealth inequality in America, we can relate this and we can show the relationship of what it's done. So the top 1% has everything because of unequal distribution, and this causes everyone else to have unequal incomes due to such large differences in salaries. When the poor and even the middle class have nothing to show for, this leads to wealth inequality because they don't have any assets without any money. If the top 1% gets paid more to scale, then the money should go more towards the working class. The complete opposite of wealth inequality would be wealth equality, as we all know. This would be socialism, which I am 100% against and do not endorse this in any way. But wealth inequality is capitalism, but the issue is that capitalism, no one ever gets stopped. The issue with too much of either one of these is a state ran by the government, aka totalitarian state, or completely private, where companies can just do literally whatever they want, and they literally are the government. So we have a government and we have corporations. So there has to be limitations. The problem is that we seem to have a takeover of one and not an equal balance. So both of which uh, should not exist, which would be 100% like capitalism with all laws is fair. And we shouldn't have socialism, but what we need is a nice balance of the two between each other. So now we have to think of things that are possible and impossible. 
So it is possible to change things and make them better. There's no doubt about that. There are good ways to address the problems that Americans are currently facing over wealth inequality because for a developed country, we happen to have the highest wealth inequality where basically it's the largest gap between the super wealthy and the poor. It's pretty ridiculous. Um, What is impossible is it will be impossible for socialism to be a perfectly balanced society, and that's not going to happen. It never has worked, and life isn't fair, and that's just how it is. So that's going to be impossible. Um, Past fact, socialism has never successfully worked in any country, and it has always failed, which we all probably know that. A future fact, uh, which will happen, is if we don't do something about wealth inequality in America and the income gap, then the consequences will be steep for Americans. It will lead to a road where we must either choose authoritarian leaders who will promise us a time from the past or an economic construct similar to socialism. So that's what happens. Um, You can kind of think of that with Germany, like how Hitler promised this and promised that. He blamed things on the Jews, and then, well, you saw, you know, what happened from there, which led to World War II. Um, That future fact is not a good one. So that's why we need to make change. So a maxim or a famous quote, there is so much wealth and so much misery at the same time that it seems incredible that people can endure such class difference and accept such a form of hunger while on the other hand, the millionaires throw away millions on stupidities. This quote was said by Frida Calho, a Mexican artist writing about New York City in the 1930s. And... That's a pretty important quote there, because you have to think how there's so much wealth, but so much misery. How can that be possible that we have so much to share, but none of it is shared at all? The reason why, as I explained earlier, because people are taking way too far advantage of something that they shouldn't have that much advantage over. Now let's go ahead and talk about some statistics to let you know about how bad wealth inequality is. And these are all facts primarily about America. So the top 10% of income earners from 1989 to 2016 in America went from 42% to 50%. So that shows you that the top 10% of income earners keep making a higher percentage of the available money. The bottom 50% earned 3% of America's wealth in 1989, and the bottom 50% of Americans in 2016 had 1% of the country's wealth. So this tells you that paychecks... For people with bottom-level jobs or bottom-level incomes are not getting rage wages. Um, So another fact, the median 50th percentile of white families made more than the 50th percentile of black families. So this shows you that there's some inequality due to race. Some other statistics we have. Um... As the decline of labor unions have happened, inequality becomes more extreme for individuals. There is a direct correlation. The reason why is because labor unions are intended to prevent corruption and protect workers. This is because they have set wages for individuals based on their capabilities, and they have a bracket system based on seniority. Another fact, the highest percentage of top earners are white and primarily men. And I don't know what much to say on this, but it's just a fact of the sad reality. And obviously, things need to be done to change that. Another fact, the CEO worker pay gap is 10 times larger than that it was in 1980, meaning that inequality gets worse between the workers and the CEO. 
Another fact, the richest 5% of Americans own two-thirds of the available wealth in the country. That's pretty crazy that 5%, so 5 out of 100 Americans, own two-thirds of our country's wealth. That's crazy. Another fact, for those who are at the bottom of the line, they are getting increases in pay. One of the lowest jobs most people think of that might you know, like naturally come to your mind would be food service or a waiter or a server. And it's typically a job for people who have nowhere else to go or it just happens to be where they fall. Well, a very shocking statistic about servers in the United States is that servers have not seen a raise within the past 28 years. This tells you that the poor keep getting poorer and the people who are wealthiest keep getting wealthier. It sounds like a backward system to me that only helps the winners win more and more. No opportunity for losers at all to change what they have. So based off of what I've told you, some conclusions that I've drawn about wealth inequality in America and that you can draw yourself. What we know about wealth inequality is that it's not fair and it leads to more suffering than there are benefiting. Wealth inequality leaves few successful and many to be rotten or stuck in the position they are in. This is why the United States has generations of the same families suffering the exact same circumstances, also known as what I like to call recycling down the line. Wealth inequality is getting far worse than it was before. The statistics tell us that it has become progressively worse problem each and every year. The reasons why we see this growth is due to the wealth winning many more times than the less fortunate do. Old money seems to stay where it is forever. There is not enough new money and corporations are becoming like monopolies, not allowing anyone else a chance in their market. CEOs are paid massive amounts of money that doesn't even add up to the work that they do. Not that I'm saying that they don't work hard, but it's impossible for any person to work hard enough to earn a salary like that when there isn't enough hours in each year to compensate them for. The top 1% has too much influence on society and has robbed most of our country's wealth. The CEOs are saving companies massive amounts of money at a great cost to our society. The primary reason is that many companies have outsourced work to other countries, allowing them to make massive profits with cheaper workers to pay, meaning more money in their pockets to take home than ever before seen. With a system like this, the wealth can't be distributed to the country of origin since the money is being sent elsewhere. The bottom line is, something needs to be done in order to change the way that people can benefit. The easiest way to do this, which is not liked by big and bad companies, but liked most by Americans, to keep the industry here. America's most recent efforts that did this was the movement of large companies like Toyota and Mazda who recently moved from Mexico to the United States. By industry shifting back here, it gives more people a better opportunity, even those are not American companies, both Japanese, it gives benefits that we have not had in years, since most automotive left this country years ago. Just these two companies alone are adding 4,000 good jobs to the market. And this is what I have to say on my take for wealth inequality.